Chaf Beis Amad Beis, five lines from the bottom at the new Mishnah. There's going to be three parts of this Mishnah. We'll call the first part the Reisha, and then the Mitzias and the Seifa. So we call this the Reisha. I wrote in Reisha. Hakok Sherin Lichtav is a get as far as writing the get. Who is kosher right to get? Everyone is kosher right to get. Chutz with the exception of, or excuse me, Hakok Sherin Lichtav is a get. Afilu even a cherish shaita bekatsim, which the Gemara will explain um, what the issue is over there. Now the mitziyasa. I wrote about the word isha mitziyasa and put in parentheses. Ha'isha koiseves as gita. A woman can write her own get for herself. Now, obviously, she doesn't give it to herself. She just gives it to her husband. But she basically then transfers the ownership to her husband and he turns around and gives it to her. In other words, it's really in her best interest to have that get written and ready to go, and the only thing the husband would have to do would be to acquire it and turn right around and give it to her, so she can do that. And the man writes out the receipt. In other words, it's in his best interest, if he's paid out the ksupa to her, that he have a receipt, so he makes sure there's a pre-written out receipt, he gives it to her, she gives it back to him, and that's good. Now the seifa, says the Mishnah, as far as the validity of a get, it's through the ones who sign it. Okay, Asks the Gemara now. This is quite a sugya. Vahalav b'nei deyaninu. The characters we had listed off like a cherish, they don't have a lachik das. How could they possibly write the get? Or certainly, how could they write it lishma? Well, I'm a Rav Huna. I boxed Rav Huna and I called him 1A in the margin. Um, approximately two, four, let's say six lines down in Chavkimel Madal, if I put a 1B in the margin. Then about 15 lines later, first words on the line are Rav Yudam or Shmuel. I put a box around Shmuel, that would somehow correspond to the box around Rav Huna, and I put a 2A in the margin. <clears throat> and then five lines below that, first word on the line is Verebi Meir, I put a 2B. So we're clearly going to have two different approaches here. There's the number one approach, number two approach. The A and B, the A is going to, the A approaches, both the 1A and the 2A are going to explain the mission going according to Rebbe Lazar, and the B approaches are going to explain the mission going according to Rabbi Meir. Okay, we know that there's two approaches, and here we go. So how can the mission and the ratio say that? A get can be written by They don't have das. They don't know that it has to be lishma. Amar Rav Huna, gadol al gabav. You know what's going on with those cases where you have anyone like a chereshayjuchatan writing. There is a adult Jewish male standing over them saying, "Write this for Bob and Sue. Write this for Bob and Sue." Why? Because Rav Huna is of the opinion that the Mishnah is according to Rebbe Lazar, who requires the ksiva be lishma. Okay, and therefore, apparently, that will work. Amar lei Rav Nachman, I know Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says to Rav Huna, if that's the case, how about an Oyved Kaychavim? What about a Gentile? He wasn't listed off in the Mishnah. What about a non-Jew and a Jew standing over him? Hachi nami dekasher? Question mark. You would say it's also kosher if the Jew is standing there saying, "Write it for Bob and Sue. Write it for Bob and Sue. We could have a guy write it." Vichitema. Hachanami. If you want to say, "Yeah, yeah, that's right," it would be okay. Well, we have a brisa that seems to say not like that. Vahatanya is a three-word brisa. An oivid koychavim is possible. We're assuming that means we're puzzled because obviously we wouldn't bring this in if it wasn't talking about writing a get. Okay, well, 
the reason why Navi Chacham is possible is a different reason. When you have an adult Gentile, he might be a Gentile, but he's an adult, he can think for himself. And even though there's some other annoying Jew standing over him saying, write it for Bob and Sue, write it for Bob and Sue, he'll write it for whoever he wants to. He'll do it according to whatever he wants to do, and it won't help you if an, uh, 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 some other Jewish adult telling him to write it a certain way. As opposed to a katan who doesn't really have halachic das, whatever the guy's telling him to do, the assumption is he will do. Okay, now that was Rav Nachman responding to Rav Huna. However, that was all assuming, the way Rav Huna explained things, that the Mishra was going according to Rabbi Eliezer, who says you have to have the Ksiva Lishma. Hadar Amar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman uh, apparently changed his mind, and this starts the 1B approach, and we know the B approaches are going to have the Mishra according to Rabbi Meir. Lav Mil Damri. Actually, uh, <laughs> what I said, when I had said, well, if that's the case, then what about a non-Jew with a Jew standing over him? Uh, which we thought was possible, that would actually be totally kosher. Truth is, even if no Jew was standing over him, what about a Kharashaitiv Katan? Also, don't have to have anyone standing over him. Why? Because the Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Meir, who doesn't need the Ksiva to be Lishma. He says that when the Pasuk says Vikasav La, that Kasav is going on the signatures that are on the get. Oh, La Milsi Damri says of Nachman, Leinian. Havaa, since the Mishnah has no problem listing off that a guy is not good, forget about writing it, but to be a shaliach for the get, and I put an arrow on the margin pointing down to uh, about halfway down the Yaman, maybe a little bit more, first word on the line already in the new Mishnah is v'katan v'sum v'oivid k'ichavim. You see, in the next Mishnah, which really viewing just as a continuation of this Mishnah, Mishnah has absolutely no problem listing off oivid k'ichavim when they're not good. Well, Michlal, that in our Mishnah, the Indian Ksiva didn't say a uh, non-Jew was no good, so it must be that he is good, must be that the Ksiva, the actual writing of the document, is not that which has to be Lishman. When we say the Kasav law, that's referring to the signatures. I, Vatan, what are we going to do with this Brisa? Three-word Brisa that we had just a few lines ago. Here it is again. Ayyavid Kachavim is puzzle. Why would Ayyavid Kachavim be puzzle? You're saying Ayyavid is totally fine. Well, here's why. Hahi. Rebbe Elasser, that is a Rebbe Eliezer, Tanaic source. Da Amar holds Ede Mesira Karsi. It's the Ede Mesira that are Karsi, not the Ede Chasima, Uba Inan. And therefore, when it says the Kasav Lan, the Pasuk is referring to not the signature on the get, but rather the actual writing of the get. In which case, Vahavada, according to that approach, for sure, no, even Kechavim, even though a Jew might be telling him to do one thing, he'll do whatever he darn once. Semicolon. Let's put a brackets in over here. I, I really feel this section should be bracketed off. We'll start from here and we'll go down about 10, 11, 12 lines. Last word on line is Carsi, and that's the end of the brackets. Right after the brackets, we'll get back to uh, the uh, Mishnah, who's the author, is it Rabbi Meir, is it Rabbi Eliezer. In the brackets now, Amrav Nachmanam, Oimer Hayer Rabbi Meir. The Rebbe Meir approach, which uh, says that when the Pasuk says, the signing of the get, therefore a husband, even if he found a document and had his name, his wife's name, his city, in the garbage, and he gives it to her, it's totally kosher. Really? Acefe, I put a triangle on this acefe, two lines later I triangled the acefe, and two lines below that, last word of line, I triangled the acefe. So three questions now we're going to ask uh, from Tanaic sources. Really? Eisvei Rav Rav Nachman. 
So Rava attacks Ravnachman with his brace. So the Pasuk says, Vikasav law, which equals Lishma. When the Pasuk says Vikasav, it has to be Lishma. And get you finding the garbage is in Lishma? Well, assuming that when it says that it has to be Lishma, my love says the Gemara that we're talking about the Ksivas Haget, and that get certainly isn't Lishma. Answers, I guess, either the Gemara or Rav Nachman. Lo, that which it says it has to be Lishma is going on the Chasimas Edim, the witnesses who sign the get. Okay. Eisvei, another Tanaic source brought by Rava, Eisvei Rava. This Tanaic source goes just about a line. Kol get shenechtav shaloy l'shum isha is puzzle. Oh, Amaz says it straight out. Any get that's not written for that woman who's going to be the one who's divorced is puzzle. That's not talking about the signing of the witnesses, is it? Well, the, I guess, uh, the Rav Nachman would answer, or the Gemara would answer on behalf of Rav Nachman, Ema, Say that the correct reading of the Bryce is not Kolgat Shenechta, but rather Shenechtam. I squiggle around the word Shenechtam. In other words, the word directly above that it was in the Bryce that says Shenechtav written should actually be signed. Shenechtam Shaloilashumish's puzzle. So once again, it's going on the signing of the get, not the writing. Ace another triangle, another Tanaic source. This one goes all of five words. Kishahu Kaisvai. Okay? When he writes it, it's as though he wrote it lishma, which seems to imply when he writes, I don't know, part of the document, the divorce document lishma, it's as though he wrote the whole document lishma. Now, that certainly seems to indicate that some of the writing at least has to be lishma. My love, so should we not understand, suggests the Gemara, that this next source means, as long as the main parts of the get, the name, his name, her name, the place, the date are written lishma, it's as though he wrote the rest of the other standard form lishma. Bottom line, it seems like at least part of the get has to be written lishma. Well, the Gemara would answer back, no. Lo, comma, kashu the way to understand it again, when it said kosvo, you understand it as the signing. Because you could really get that. How does somebody sign their name? They write it. So each time when it says writing, we're talking about the two witnesses writing their name. We call that signing, but it is also writing. Lo, kashu chaismai lishma, kiilu kaisvai lishma. Alternatively, you could answer the uh, previous questions that were brought by saying, all these snake sources aren't a question because ha ni masnisi mani. These snake sources are going according to who? Rabbi Eliezer. He. They're going to Rabbi Eliezer, who says to Amar Ede Mesira are the ones who are Karsi. Okay. In which case, when it says Vikasavla, it has to be going on the Ksiv and the Ksiv has to be the Shema, but we're going according to Rabbi Meir. Semicolon and the brackets back to. What we were discussing before. What were we discussing before? Who is the author of the mission that we started with on the bottom of the previous Amun? The Rav Yehuda Marshmul. We had Bach Shmuel because this is the second approach. He's going to go again. We call this approach 2A because this is going to be with the approach that the mission is going according to uh, Rabbi Eliezer. Rav Yehuda Marshmul says, Vehu, the Mishnah, when it says that uh, everyone's kosher to get, even a kosher to vikatan, Vehu Shashir Makabatarif. Yeah, we're talking about writing out the get there. We're talking about writing out most of the get. In other words, like the basic form of the get, leaving out his name, her name, the place, the date, that's when it's good. Those characters writing the get, yeah, they're writing like 80, 90% of the get, not the essential 
points of the get, but the other parts. And it would all be going according to Rebbe Eliezer. He would going according to Rebbe Eliezer that you, the Ksiv itself has to be Lishma. And it's fine, as long as you have the main parts of the get written by an adult Jewish male, Lishma. Kama. Now, Rabzrika Amar Rabbi Yochanan, I saw Rabzrika Amar Rabbi Yochanan says, eh, feh, ain't a Torah. Oh, this is not true. This is not correct. This is not Torah. What does that mean? My ain't a Torah. That's about as general as you can get as uh, of a uh, comments. What, what does it mean? Well, Amar Rabbi Abba, kan hoidiyacha she'en kayach lishma. Essentially, what uh, Rasulullah Yochanan was saying is that over here in our Mishnah, which if you can have a cheres shaita vekatsa and write it, that's pretty like you're not treating the ksiva very seriously. Basically, the Mishnah is mizalzel in the writing of the get. What it's coming to tell you is that there's no issue about lishma in the writing; rather, it's the signing of the get. Oh. And who that is it going according to? And we put a 2B in the margin because the B approach means that we're going saying the Mishnah is Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir, he, Da'amar, who says it's the Ede Chasima that are Karsi. The essential part of the document of the get is those who sign it. Really? That's what Rabbi Yochanan would tell us? The Ha, Amar Rabbi Barachana, underline Rabbi Barachana. Amar Rabbi Yochanan circled Rabbi Yochanan. No, no, we did have Rabbi Yochanan circled three lines ago. Here's apparently another tradition of Rabbi Yochanan that says that the Mishnah is Rabbi Eliezer, he. No, we just got finished a line ago saying that according to Rabbi Yochanan, it should be Rabbi Meir. So what does Rabbi Yochanan hold? Answers the Gemara. It's not clear. It's a later generation, Machlokas Amaraim, as to what Rabbi Yochanan held. Amairoi Ninu, Valiba, de Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, Rabbi Barbarchana would say one thing, and Rabbi Zrika would say something else. Says the Mishnah. Interesting, we have another Mishnah, which we're going to have a Reisha, Mitsyasa and Asefa. I wrote it above the first word of this Mishnah, Resha, and circled it. Now, you have to flip Talmud Bays. There's a Mishnah about two-thirds of the way down the page. That Mishnah starts, Afanashim. That word, Af, above that, I wrote in Mitsyasa and circled it. And then about four lines later, last word in line is Atzma. The word before that is Ha'ish. I wrote above that, Sefa. So we're sort of dividing this Mishnah, or the Shas Bavli people divided it, between the Reisha and Mitzvah, the same, but it is essentially a first part, middle part, and end part. So here we go. Here is the Reisha. Akolk Sharon Lahavi Es Haget, Chutz Micher Shaita Vekatan, Vesuma Ve'Ivid Kaychavim. This would be our corresponding arrow you see in this list. We do have Ivid Kaychavim listed off. So if uh, three and a half, four daf ago, we had uh, who is. Uh, kosher to bring uh, the get, then we had at the beginning of the year who's kosher to write the get, here it is who's kosher to deliver the get, basically who can be a shaliach uh, for the get, uh, everyone except blind person and goy. Slash. Let's say, in all these cases, the person who was given the job to deliver the get was, I don't know, a week before his uh, birthday. He was 12, almost 13 years old. Got it from the husband. The husband is supposed to take it. He takes it. Takes like a month to get there. By the time he's there, Higdil, he's already above 13. Like, is that good? Or Cheresh Venispakach. He was uh, deaf mute and, and now he, uh, he can hear and speak. Suma Venispatach. He was blind and now he can see. Shaita Venishtafa. He was uh, mentally insane and now he's, he's totally okay and balanced. Ivid Kachava Veniskayer. He was a Gentile and now he's a, a Chaim Yankel. Puzzle in all those cases, it would be invalid. He was given it when he was no good. He cannot. It's not going to work. Kama aval. 
Here's an interesting case, though. And I squiggle out in the Aval. We know there's changing situations in people's lives. Imagine a person was Pikeach. He was all there. Then he became a deaf mute, some sort of, I know, illness or virus or something. And then he went back once again to be able to be all there. And he was given the job of delivering the get by the husband. He was all there. Then he became a Cherish. Then he became a Nisbakach. And I want to give it to the wife. Or in all those cases where you could go back and forth, actually, it would be kosher. Here's the general rule. Call any person who you want to assign as a shaliach, when, let's say, the husband had to get and he gave it to this guy and the guy was totally all there and fine. Even if something happened in the interim, and then again he goes back to being totally okay, kosher for him to act as a shaliach. Bishlama says the Gemara, we understand why they cannot be shluchim, uh, because lav, they do not have b'nei deya ninu. They're not halachic b'nei deya. When it comes to shlichus, the Pasuk uses the term ish. ish And ish indicates a man and not a katan. And, um, it doesn't have das, and that's why we understand. And oivid kaychavim also nami. Delav bar heterahu. A Gentile is not someone who's within the parsha. It's not shy to kiddushin and gitin. It doesn't apply to them. And in something that the person themselves is not shayach to, they're not able to be a shlichus for somebody else. They can't do a shlichus for someone else. Ela suma. An adult Jewish male, let's say, who's just blind, am I low? Like, why not? Why would he not be able to be a shaliach? So Amar of Sheshes, I circled of Sheshes, I put a number one in the margin, and three lines later, fourth word on the line is Rav Yosef, I circled Rav Yosef, and put a number two in the margin. Um, says uh, Rav Sheshes, Amar of Sheshes, who, by the way, at least part of his life was blind, interestingly enough, he says, you know why a blind person cannot be a shaliach? Well, he's not going to know who he's taking it from, he's not going to know who he's giving it to, he can't see. Maskifel Rav Yosef, I know Rav Yosef, who, by the way, Rav Yosef was also blind. So Rav Yosef attacks this. Now when I say he's blind, he mentioned in the Shas as being blind. I don't know if it was later in life, I don't know if it was his whole life. But either way, Rav Yosef attacks this and says, one second, heich suma mutter beishtai. Blind man can get married. How's that to sleep with his wife? He doesn't know it's his wife. How about this? Heich b'nei adam mutar minishisem belayla. For that matter, before there's electricity, it's pitch black at night. How's any man able to be with his wife? How do we know that it's his wife? Oh, Ella, it must be there's something else. Ella, betevius ena decala. Very interesting enough. Tevius ena literally means like a visual recognition of their vo- of their voice. That The way that most human beings who are blessed with all of their senses recognize something more than any other sense is through vision. However, we know people who, um, the reality is that when people are blind, other senses um, uh, become increasingly sensitive. So tevius ena decala is, when you have somebody who's blind, they are incredibly uh, able to recognize voices and to discern voices. And they would know, uh, basically, if it was their wife, or they know who the man is they're getting it from and who they're delivering it to. Hachanami, so to delivering the get, but to dekala. That's, says Rav Yosef, how a blind person would be able to uh, recognize and, and be able to act as a shaliach. So, like, why is that a summa can't be a shaliach for a get? Ella! I squiggle on the Ella, Amr of Yosef. Here we had circle of Yosef, a second approach. Hacha, you know what's going on over here? The Chutzarts Askinan. It's a get coming from Chutzarts to Israel, where there's another requirement, as we know very well. It's going to be required for the Shleach to say, oh yeah, I saw it being written, I saw it being signed. Obviously, since the Shleach here is blind, he's not able to say that. 
Amalia Baye, and Elena Baye Baye says to Rav Yosef, if that's the case, then what about a case of a Patua? Let's say he was totally able to see, Venistema, and then he became blind. Dematsiamar, he can show up and say, I saw it written, I saw it signed, like I can't see right now, but I did then. Hachanami Dekashi, you want to say that that would be Kasher? Well, if that's the case, the Ha Ketani, the Mishnah did give a case where it would be kosher for these shluchim, even though they had some sort of uh, blinding experience at some point. The Mishnah had said, here's a quote from the Mishnah till the end of the line, right angles, Pasuach venistema vechazer venispatach, if you had a shaliach, he was given the get, he could see. Then, like a few days later, he lost the ability to see. Then, like a week later, he regained the ability to see. That would be kosher. So when is it kosher? When he started out, he could see. And when he finished, he could see. And the diuk from that is very clear, only chazer venispatach in, only when the guy who lost the ability to see and is in the middle of being a shliach for a get, then got the ability back to see, that's when he can fulfill a shlichus. However, if he didn't regain the ability to be able to see, lo, huh, that would be a question. Well, answers the Gemara that the truth is, it would be kosher, that as far as we're concerned, the guy could see. That's fine. He got the get. Even if he lost the ability to see, he could still continue and fulfill his shlichus. Why then did it teach it in the context of only if he regained the ability to see? Well, since there's another case where it is important that he regains his original state. What was that case? Here's a four-word quote of it. He was all there mentally, totally all there. Then he sort of went uh, insane for, I guess, a period of time. And then he went back to being all there. That in that scenario, where the issue is, is he insane or not, Taima, there it has to be the Chazven Ishtafa, where he went back and he's back all with us, uh, okay and normal. Ha, loy Chazven Ishtafa, in that case, since if he didn't go back and he was still sort of like kooky, lo, he would not be able to. That's why it taught the other examples, Tananami, of the issue of seeing or not seeing as Pasuach Venistamav Chazven Ispatach. Period. Amravashi. Ravashi says, interestingly enough, Dekanami, precise reading of the Mishnah will bring out this point to Katani, the last line of the Mishnah that we had about 12 lines ago was, here's a quote, Zehaklal, here's the general rule, the rule of thumb you're going to use in all these cases. Any person was a shliach, kol shetchilasai v'saifai, as long as the beginning and the end was bedaas, I double underline the word bedaas, in a state of mentally being all there, he's kosher. The Lokitani, it didn't say the following phrase, it's not a kashrus issue, it's simply a das issue. And if a person was able to see, even though he lost the ability to see, he still has halachic das, shmamina, like Rav Yosef. Period.